Hey everyone, I'm Isabel Estevez and this is not... <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> okay, I gave you like a five minute pause. All right, can you clean the shot, please? Oh, fantastic. I'm just gonna throw this out there. Yes, okay, fine. I have been dating just a little, okay? trying to throw myself back out there went on a phenomenal date and at a lovely restaurant and everything and everything was going great and then there was just this one moment this one moment where in the background i could hear michael mcdonald's i keep forgetting playing over the speaker at the restaurant we were at i was like oh my gosh like so distracted in whatever this person was saying i was like oh my gosh michael mcdonald you know like this is a phenomenal song love like yacht rock type music i'm like do you know this song and he's like no never heard of it i almost died how do you not know michael mcdonald's i keep forgetting warren g sampled it for regulators for heaven's sakes i could not believe it and he's like worse than that he's like you know like why does it mean that much like i mean i like music but it's it's just a song who even knows the lyrics? I die. I know the lyrics. I know the lyrics to an awful lot of songs. As a matter of fact, I almost kind of said at that point that not being that into music was somewhat of a deal breaker for me. And I said it somewhat lightly, but I also feel like I might kind of mean it because if you just take a look around, even in this little tiny space that I'm in right now in my living area, I have my 70s all original parts Sony record player that has an 8-track on it and beautiful speakers to go with it. Above me or around me is this saying, it was all a dream. That is a lyric from a Biggie song. And then there is my prized collection of shirts. And I won't go through all of them, but <clears throat> I've got some amazing ones here and i would say of everything that i own in my closet my shirts my like band shirts here's my biggie are like number one i wear these things on repeat my middle son is named after elton john's benny and the jets to put it lightly i love music i love all kinds of music selena probably one of my most favorite artists of all time is because she was really the first example of a Hispanic American, not even just Hispanic American, Mexican American woman, just serving it. Um, and my Spanish is not even that good. I sing every single song. Like I take Spanish for 30 years. Um, Beatles, of course, quintessential, one of my favorites, Paul McCartney, my favorite of all time, Aerosmith, Queen, and it could go on for days. The point is, music is a major part of my life and has gotten me through some of the best and most certainly some of the worst times in my life and i can't ma imagine a world without it i really can't so yeah it really does mean a lot to me it means that much this shirt right here given to me by my amazing beautiful gorgeous cousin Hermogene. i love it i wear it all the time, obsessively. That's how much I love music.
Hey everyone, I'm Isabel Estevez and welcome to Everyday Above Ground where we're talking life and the opportunity to live every single day like it's your last. And today, today, we're talking about music. Not just music, but lyrics. And why they're so important to me. Why I live and breathe lyrics in not just, you know, in not just wearing shirts, but like literally everything that I do. Um, I do pres I make presentations for work a lot. And I am constantly, constantly sneaking in song lyrics. I think it's hilarious. Uh, I did a, an entire presentation called Storytellers, which focused on the idea of the best storytellers alive. I will fight you on this is musicians. They are able to tell a story in three to four minutes or less that can have profound impact on a person's life and being and their reach uh, and the way that some of the best storytellers tell stories is just nothing short of amazing. And then it's even better because it comes with a beat. And so, you know, I went on this little bit of a date and got into a lively discussion and I was like, no, you know what? It, it really is that important to me. It is, I won't call it a deal breaker, but there is something special about when you go to a concert, when you hear a song, when you go to karaoke or when you do something like that related to music and you just feel like you're one with other people, like you share in this experience. Some of my favorite moments in life revolve around different concerts and shows that I've been to. Uh, I went to Paris at the beginning of the year after a little bit of a breakup. Uh, and when I was out there, I went to this incredible jazz bar that was like up. You could, it was like really random and hard to find, but I got to this jazz bar and this woman was singing Cry Me a River uh, by, I think it's Julie or Julia London, the original singer. And it was just probably one of the best songs I have ever heard in my life. And what's crazy is in that particular situation, the people playing together didn't even know each other. It was just like some random meetup where people just came and came to have like a jam session together. Um, so to be able to create such an amazing moment uh, based on music was just phenomenal. I've seen uh, Paul McCartney many, many of times. He's one of my, probably the favorite performer of mine so far of my life. Uh, I take every single opportunity I can to see him. I've had uh, some really great opportunities to see him, particularly when I lived in Chicago. I went to Lollapalooza and camped out uh, all day and to see him in the very, very front row. And that was an incredible experience. One of the first or second times that I saw him was at Wrigley Field on the field. So that was an amazing experience as well. Um, the bottom line is I just love music. And so reluctantly, and I mean like very, very reluctantly, I've asked my brother who spent an awful lot of time today setting up his own mic to give me some questions or maybe even treat today like a little bit of a request line because I think deep down 
one of the many things that I thought about doing when I was younger was there was this lady, Delilah, and I, I don't I'm sure she's still on air, uh, but on a radio station, like a soft rock because confession, like soft rock, yacht rock is my jam. It's like my favorite genre if I had to pick one. Uh, but she would just, people would just call in at night and they'd talk about their problems and she'd kind of talk back with them and just share this moment and then share a song that made her think of those things. And so I've asked, again, reluctantly, my brother to kind of pull a couple of those instances together as well as questions uh, that maybe I could talk through on the top of, of music. It's something that I can talk about all day to anyone. Uh, by the way, before we start, one of the shirts I just realized I don't have is an Eagles shirt. So I'm just saying my birthday is November 18. If, if you miss it, it's no problem. Christmas is right around the corner as well. I accept gifts all year long. Who am I kidding? I need an Eagles shirt. Someone hook me up. Help me out. All right. So let's see what my brother has. <laughs> I wish you could. See, I wish people could see the faces that he makes at me and maybe and i'm sure that this is part of like his evil plan to take over the show eventually uh but anyway in these ridiculous boots he has on yes sir first of all let's not even start with my boots okay because they are you've been in texas legit. for like one month dude like one month I, i've been here okay if you've been here like one month and you went in right away when and brought yourself some boots ridiculous first question well, it's not a question. It's a oh, song all right, request. fine. What's the request? Okay. I don't so, know how Delilah did this. And like, I can give this to you in like two different ways, by the way. Okay. So I can either ask you what quest and what kind of song you'd play, uh -huh. or I can request the song myself. Are you going to make up voices? <laughs> so <laughs> I was debating that as well and how I would oppose this, but that's up to you. All right, fine. Just do it the second way. I was like, where I request a song? Yes. You're on the request line. God. Production hang up on this guy. Why are you taking so long? Well, Hurry up, please. Because like Are you are you gonna make well, it up or not? I I would like to honestly get your first let me let me do a mixture. Oh jeez. I would like All to right. see what you would actually do in the uh, what All I right. think the song request should have been. Mm-hmm. Um and we can let the viewers decide. Oh, <laughs> All two of you. I think we're up to two, by the way. I'm very excited. Yeah, and I will be pulling my way as I want. <laughs> so the first one is about going through a breakup. Okay. So initially it would be like, hey there, uh, going through a tough breakup, feeling lost. It's like every song I hear echoes my heartache. Maybe you could play something that captures that feeling. So what would you play to capture like this, like... You're going through a tough breakup. You're trying to figure things out. And everything you hear as you're driving and you're hearing the radio, it's constantly playing music and you're just like, everything's just like hitting you. What would you do? I feel like I would need more to the story. The immediate one that came to mind, I mean, it would depend. It would depend on like who broke up with who, uh, you know, if they want to get back with the person, if they don't, you know, some breakups, you're, you're thankful that they happen. The immediate one that came to my head was Tony Braxton's Unbreak My Heart. But you don't want to get back with the person and you're feeling a little catty. I would go with the Olivia Rodrigo deja vu. 
I guess it just depends. I, I was thinking Adele, someone like you. We'll see. Are you talking about like that kind of situation? That's clearly what I described. Okay. <laughs> My brother's trying to prove to me that he's better at selecting songs. Uh, Adele, someone like you. I mean, it depends on the situation. Rolling in the deep. Mm. Could have did rolling, but that's what I'm saying. Adele's pretty. Yeah. Strong with the love songs. Yeah. Um, chasing pavements. Might do some chasing pavements. <laughs> depending on the situation. Tears dry on their own. Uh, Amy Winehouse is one that just came to my head. Get Gone. I don't know who sings that song, but that's, again, like a, I want to say 112, but it might not be 112. Anyway, I would go something along, along those lines, but I guess it would really just depend. I mean, even taking it like really, really old school and random, there's this great song called Silly. And I, it's not Denise Williams, but it's like an old R&B song. And that's a great song. Uh, Chain of Fools. I don't know. Could do this all day. <laughs> I think that's the great conversation that we're trying to have here is that it's not so much like, what is your request? Because radio shows didn't really go back and forth really quick. Hey, I got you. Let me play the song for you. Go into it. Well, that's so why I said like the conversation to more. Yeah, like, a huge. Okay, fine. So a huge part of that is the back and forth, because maybe if you had told me that I would have asked you, I would have been like, well, tell me more. Like, did you break up? Did they break up? Do you want well, to get back together going through a tough breakup was broken up with? Not necessarily. I think so. All right. Broken <laughs> up with. But do you want to get back with the person? Do you, you know, like, what are you, you know, baby, come back? It goes so many different ways. Okay. Well, how about this? All right. next well, one? obviously, next this, this is why I didn't more, take that job. Next one's going to be a little more clear. All right. I shouldn't have so much uh, ambiguousness to it. Um, I lost someone dear near someone dear to me, and the pain is overwhelming. I just need something to help me heal. <sighs> I the first song that comes to my head is this Mike and Mechanic song, Mike and the Mechanic song from the 80s. And that is called In the Living Years. And I think it just kind of, again, like the idea of a great storyteller, I think it's just phenomenally done. And I would say when my dad actually did pass away when I was younger, it was somewhat of a saving grace song for me. So I would say that song because if nothing else, it warms the heart and it just kind of serves as this great reminder. Um, you know, we don't we don't know how long someone is going to live. You know, people can be gone in an instant. And so it's like rather than fight about these small and little petty things, like just learn to love one another and appreciate each other for where you're at, where you're at, and to love life. And I think that song in particular just really, really hits home for me. I had Eric Clapton's Gears in, in Heaven. Heaven. Yeah. Oh, my God. So typical. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to, it's probably not going to be typical. Tears in Heaven is a great song. Uh, Tears in Heaven just makes me like, oh, man, it makes me cry a lot sometimes uh maybe not as much as it used to but it's a it's a it's a good song i'll allow it 
longtime listener, first time caller. Welcome. <laughs> um, struggling to find myself to get out to the gym. Um, I need something to really just boost me and, and kick my butt into gear to where I'm like, hey, I got to achieve this. I got to do this. What are you going to psych me up with? Oh, this is this is hard because it also. OK, <laughs> wait. OK, let me ask you this caller. Go for it. What is the genre that you would prefer to be amped up by? Um, something old school, something that definitely can carry the vibe throughout the whole day. I think as silly as this might sound, I have the tiger. If you're thinking Survivors. like really old school. That's what I had. Is, all right, we, we match. <laughs> Huzzah. Uh, Eye of the Tiger would be a good one. I personally like the theme, one of the theme songs from Karate Kid, You're the Best Around. I don't even know who sings <laughs> that. That pumps me up. Um, I like if I'm going just like random 80s, uh, when the going gets tough, tough get going. I used to listen to that. Um, their Lose Yourself by Eminem. Is it, I know you used to be a big Eminem fan. I'm still am. Yeah. I, I don't know this caller, but I sense <laughs> it in the bones that he dyed his hair bleach blonde at one point because he was a big Eminem fan. Uh, but Eminem, Lose Yourself, would be a great one. Um, man, you could just take it in so many different directions. It really just depends on you know, what pumps you up. I Sometimes for me, it's like Rihanna's This Is What You Came For. Um, I don't, that, that gets me amped. I use a lot of Beyonce songs, uh, when I'm running as well, uh, or Cardi B. Actually, actually, if I'm going to give one to just like really, really get you motivated to move, one of my favorite songs, Cardi B's Get Up 10. Um, it just talks about the idea of knock me down nine times, but I get up 10. I would say that song right there is really gets me motivated to move. Matter of fact, that is my alarm song that goes off in the morning. I love that song. That that would be actually I change it. It might be that song for like a real good starter. Just ace my exams in college, feeling on top of the world. Let's keep the celebration going. How are you going to keep the the mood flowing? I'm going to go with, I don't know why this just popped in my head, but congratulations <laughs> by Post Malone. I could also do congrats. I think uh, Drake has a congratulations, but for some reason, Post Malone, congratulations pops into my head. I love the idea of like, especially if people think you're not getting anywhere, you're not doing anything. People are always trying to down you in some kind of way. And then all they can do is say congratulations. Like, I love it. Um, I, that was the first song that came to my head when you said that. Also, Celebration. I don't even know what the name of that song is. Celebrate good times. Come on. Depends on, like, how old you want to go. But those Soul are Train Awards there. No, those are not Soul Train <laughs> Awards. Uh, I, I had a Pharrell Williams Happy. Um, but I also kind of, like, backed up with, um, I think, like, Outcast Hey Ya. Like, that just, I don't know. Whether the, the song is fitting, the happy is for sure. Whether the hey is fitting, just the, the beat of it is, is like, yeah. Is like it's, a carry through. Yeah, no, it's a great song. I mean, happy is too, but mm. 
if I was celebrating R2, congratulations. Yeah. How do you see your, your personal connection with music inspiring you to create um, just anything around you and, and its emotional impact to people's lives or your life in general? I am so obsessed with music lyrics. I think a few well-placed words can have such a huge, huge impact and can really ignite change, inspiration, motivation, uh, can feel like a warm hug. Just if I think about like all those different request line, let's say examples, right? Happy, sad, joyous. Uh, just like there's an app for everything, there's music, I feel like, for everything, for every one of those things. And so I try to, again, in like a very clever way, weave that in little lyrics, little different ways of saying things um, that can have an impact. And so even if it's just like a Easter surprise egg to me in some of the presentations that I do. I'm always trying to use words of encouragement, oftentimes by way of lyrics. Um, when I think about, you know, if I see somebody sad, like how I lift them up or what I would do, uh, sometimes it's just like, hey, man, you know, I heard this song and the song reminds you, me of you. Um, you know, I send people music a ton. So, you know, there's this whole big thing about love languages. And uh, I I argue, right, like there's physical touch, words of information, blah, blah, blah. If I could create my own love language, it would be music. It would be the idea of sharing music. It would be the idea of going to concerts or live music or or what have you and just kind of do these different things to always have a way to have um, music just be a huge part of my life. You know, it, and this is just more of a side question to that as well. Um, I just kind of thought of as, as you're speaking about that and its impact with music. Um, do you feel like there's different scenarios that you feel like music is more impactful and more like welcomed into your, your daily life versus where you kind of just want to zone out and maybe not, it's not into maybe the time for music. And I'll give you the example. So like when I'm driving, I tend to drive no music, like nothing on the radio. I just, I want to feel like on the road and that could be just on how I drive. But when I am working, if I'm like into any kind of like coding or anything, that's like really like deep into something, having some kind of music on to like, I don't know, like me feel like I'm just present in it is, is like really great, you know, as far as like how I can create things and how I can write things and how I would do that process. So do you see like music as something that you do want to like sit back, chill, listen to and enjoy the music as it is, or do you feel like it can run with your life and like integrate basically and just kind of like go with you? Oh, for me personally, it's both. So it is if I'm making a big meal, especially if it's like, let's say Thanksgiving is coming up around the corner and I'm trying to make a meal for everybody, I'll kick on some music to help move the idea of cooking and baking, whatever it is I'm doing along um, to kind of like help pass the time. Do the same thing similar to what you're saying 
if I'm really enmeshed in a project at work and I, you know, oddly, I need to focus, I'll put music on in the background to kind of help me do that. Um, similarly, you know, when I have free time, I don't watch TV, I don't watch movies, I'll just sit there and listen to music and just kind of let it uh, carry me away in a sense and just kind of take me oftentimes like somewhere else and like a, a daydream in my mind uh, as the different songs kind of play out. And I, again, like totally, totally key in on lyrics. Um, and I'm, I'm also one of those people that lets my, um, the music kind of follows my mood. So, you know, I've got very specific playlists for kind of different situations. Um, just a compilation of music that I like to listen to, you know, I've got one that I listen to a ton called Morning Moves, which is just a whole bunch of songs that are very light, rockish, you know, uplifting, but good songs to kind of give me like positive energy to start the morning. Can you share a specific moment in your from your life when a particular song uh, had a profound impact on your emotions and helped you navigate through that challenging situation? There is this song called Drive by the cars and it's an 80s song well after our dad died i would i struggled to sleep so bad for years and so what i would do was i would have my little boom box right next to my bed and i would have uh like a soft rock radio station on to help me fall asleep and one of the songs that they played probably almost every night was drive by the cars. Um, and that song was just so soothing to me and, and brought me so much comfort in such like a chaotic and, and sad time in my life. I think it's one of those times where it's like music literally saved my life. Um, because it was like, we didn't necessarily like have someone to comfort us, but the music there was, was there to comfort me. The music is always there. So I think that's a large part of the reason why I lean on it so much. It's like literally saved my life quite a few times in my life. Drive by the cars. Definitely one of my favorite songs of all time. When you're curating a playlist, um, whether it's just in general or first. Uh, a specific reason um how do you choose the songs that resonate to you and keep it in mind that you especially general ones you want to have that wide range of emotions and experiences that all tie together how do you create your like ideal playlist some of them i categorize by year or genre um i have probably my most nerdiest but also my favorite one of my favorites is called control alt rock <laughs> which is a riff off of uh control alt delete the computer thing and so anyway it's a you know just this massive playlist that i have of like alt rock from like the 90s and 2000s uh and it's really just kind of if i'm thinking about like the summer times around then like what was on the radio i was a big radio listener you know, what CDs did I have in my CD book around that time, around that genre? Um, and I'll just kind of go, I'll go through like some of my favorite albums and then I'll just kind of like add them in groupings. And then sometimes 
the list is ever evolving. Actually, most times all of my playlists are ever evolving. And so sometimes I'll be at the grocery store, I'll be at a restaurant or I'll be somewhere and I'll hear a song that reminds me of that specific time period and add it to my playlist right away. Um, even if I didn't necessarily like hear it or it didn't have a memory for me back then, there's this song called um, Hacienda, Hacienda Motel or Hotel, Hacienda Motel, I think, by this group Pickwick. And I just love this song, but I heard it at a restaurant. Like I'd never heard it before. I heard it at a restaurant uh, and I was like, hey, I need to find that song and add it to my playlist. And so I ended up finding it. It's like one of my favorite songs on that playlist, but it's not like, let's say, for example, The Strokes. Uh, is this it is like one of my favorite albums and so it's I've got like every song from that um, from that album on that playlist Incubus uh, you know Stellar Drive there's all sorts of uh, megalomaniac I've got like all sorts of Incubus songs on there Smashing Pumpkins uh, and so oftentimes it's by year but then I do have playlists. So I do have one that's like specifically for heartbreak, but not like, you know, Tony Braxton, Unbreak My Heart, Heartbreak. This is more like middle finger heartbreak. Like you broke my heart. That's fine. I, I'll, my, you know, there's a song that I'm just need all the broken hearts in the world still beat. <laughs> uh, it's Girls Chase Boys. I think I forgot what the girl, Ingrid Michaels, I think sings that. But anyway. So it just depends. It depends on what I'm going through. Um, there's happier playlists. There's sad ones on there too. I try not to anchor too much to the sad ones these days uh, just because unfortunately, fortunately, I don't know, music uh, can like impact my mood. So I also have, try to be mindful of that. I've got a ton of workout playlists uh, and it just kind of depends on what, what mode I'm in. I have playlists for everything including depression. <laughs> Dep <laughs> you know, I try not, to, but that, that's the thing. It's like, if you have the playlist for depression, it kind of, it's like, it can keep you in the loop. It, so it's that's fine. why like, I, I have to like, like, it needs to build, like for me, like it just works it toward like, Oh, to like move you out of it. Right. Oh yeah. 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 I've got ones like that too, but you know, I, I try to, you know, some some of them are sad. Like I do have like really really sad playlists, um, self worth playlists, uh, happy playlists. But sometimes it's like it's not even like they're all. Then we're on. They're all like depression songs. But they're like you ever have this thing where it's like you you think it's in a bad you think you're in a bad situation and you you see somebody else's situation and you're like. Yeah, I'm not there. Yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, Some of the songs are just like, oh, that didn't happen to me. This person's really going through something. <laughs> that's kind yeah. of like, that's kind of a, the depression tracks I have. Or yeah. When I do something like that. Um, how, do, how do you believe, obviously with, with music as, as as powerful as with you, how do you believe music has the power to shape and influence our identities and the way we perceive the world around us? It's like in like moments of, anything that's going on you know you have uh kind of the tiger playing and like it, it changes the movement like you ever see those things where um maybe not you but like i've seen things where like the context of a movie scene is completely different with different music behind it you have like this leading music but like how does that like change for you man 
few well-placed notes, a song. Uh, I We hosted this event at work one time, and I was like, dude, you got to start. You know, I'm talking to the DJ. I'm like, you got to start with something that's going to resonate with everyone. But that tells them, like, the party is now. And this dude kicked on one of my favorite songs of all. This is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. And I was just like, yes, like that's the that's the power of like a great DJ, too, because I didn't give him a whole lot to go on. I'm like, dude, it's, it's got to be diverse and it's got to it's got to just let people know that the party is here. And um, so, yeah, I think I think music is incredibly important uh, in that way. I when. I eventually start to do like motivational speaking. That's one of my goals is to do that for a living. I will 10,000% have a walkout song. I had a walkout song planned for when I was going to be a wrestler. I got a, I had a walkout song <laughs> when I thought I was going to be a kickboxer. I got walkout songs for everything. I think it sets the tone into your point, a good melody, a good hook, a good song that's universal, you know, and I think that's the thing too, universal. If you think about all the different languages, all the different cultures, all the different people in the world, one of the coolest things is when there's a song playing and it don't matter what language you speak, black, white, Republican, Democrat, left hand, right hand, like it does not matter you're getting up out of your seat because you just feel this song. And I love it when a song is just so universal like that, that it can get people, uh, you know, to like want to move them out, to feel inspired that they can move a mountain. So I feel about outcast. <laughs> like all of outcast. <laughs> well, like they're like, Hey, uh, and like shake like Deep a right speaker box and the love below. <laughs> um, just the way that like said, it's just, it's hard to like, Get through a song and like not and not feel it yeah. and that's how it is like you brought up pharrell's happy is like that too right mm -hmm. where it's just like you see everybody just kind of even if you don't speak that language you know that song when it comes on do you have any like memorable stories of, of any time you've ever given advice to somebody and it was basically listen to this i don't i would really really have to think about that because i send people songs all the time did I you send you one? I don't think I've ever. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, that's a, well, I guess that is a song. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, you sent that to me multiple times. No. Um, <laughs> like it's brand new every time. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if you've ever sent me a song that's like specifically for a situation. Um, I send songs to every, you know, do you I have like a, a, like a list of like songs that like are, are like your go-to songs for like, no. if my friend is doing something no. or is it like curated per no. person? By person, by person. So I have songs. I will, I'll tell you this. I don't know if they have impact yet, but I have asked them repeatedly keep these songs in their hearts long after I'm gone as like a dog whistle, if you will, to them from when hopefully I make it to heaven is uh, I've given my each of my kids a song. And so my oldest, when I was pregnant with him, I always listened to uh, With Arms Wide Open by Creed. Creed? I'm pretty sure it's Creed. Uh, and 
I so I every periodically like I send that to him and I'm like, hey, don't forget the song. Don't forget the song. Because for me, it's almost it's almost the reverse. It's me telling him in a song how I feel about him, how much, you know, how important, how loved he is for being my firstborn and how excited I was when I was pregnant with him. Uh, so it's kind of like, you know, a special a special thing that I send to him, my middle son. My middle son is my little Valentine who he's he's so hard headed. He doesn't act like a Valentine at all. But his song is Benny and the Jets because that's the song. Uh, that's the reason why his name is Benny is Benny and the Jets. And so and that song is also huge for me. Benny and the Jets by Elton John, because when I was younger and I was in my room, I'd be dancing around and just in my head have these visions of me be this Benny character that Elton John talked about. Like, what would I look like if I was like Benny and the Jets? And so it has like a deep, profound meaning for me. And then the last one, the last one is my favorite because I'm interested to see where he'll take it. But he loves the song, I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For by U2. And I'm not the biggest fan of U2, but that song is one of my favorite songs. And it's one that I have on repeat lately um, because I'm kind of in that part of life right now where it's like, what's my purpose? What's the journey? What am I lo really looking for? And ultimately, the answer is myself looking within within because that's all we're on the search for is who we really are within and so I'm super excited to see what he'll end up doing with that song uh, but those are the songs that I would say are kind of in the reverse question of what you asked like my messages to my my kids in kind of each their own way let me ask you a, a bit of a controversial question but there's a, obviously a big evolution in music as this time goes by um one of the things that obviously people will tend to is this um, this movement in rap where it's like you have these mumble rappers or anything like that that are just like the they've already been very clear and you need to say that they just they do this not seriously about the music and some of the people don't want to even call it music but there's this motion of the way people's attention spans are you know with obviously the tiktoks and things like that that one of the, the like OG rappers, and I, 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 I want to say it was someone, but I don't want to like put their name out there and tie them to it. But, um, but it was it was like one of the original, uh, like OG rappers, and they were like they weren't mad about it. What they said was that it's that music evolves, and that's where the state is. That's what it is. You just gotta you know accept it for what it is. What do you think of that? What do you think of like people that don't actually take? the pride in the craft and they just kind of like produce stuff out just to make money, obviously as, as his music is a big business um, versus the people that actually like hone their craft. I mean, as you just mentioned before, Eminem can like lyrically write and really put time and effort into the work that he does. I'm indifferent in the sense that everyone has the free will to do whatever they want, right? Like everyone can live and be in their life however they want. I would not necessarily choose to listen to that, but that's my choice. 
there's so much music to last like 10 lifetimes over that if you don't want to listen to it, you don't ever have to listen to it. If that's art to them or if that's just a way that they want to make money, that's what people are going to do. There's, there's baseball players, basketball players, I'm sure football players that take steroids. You know, like you could even argue in that, that that's, that takes away from the sport, like the competitive nature, because you're, you know, you're giving yourself an advantage. Um, but yeah, I but think they if, ban those players. Huh? They'll ban those players. Yeah. And they'll remove any like, awards. awards. Like, okay, fine. <laughs> like, so, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's going to be people who are out just to make money. There's going to be dishonest people. There's, that's always going to be. Whether or not that's where the state of music winds up, to me, is irrelevant. One of the things I love to do is search for new old music. <laughs> so this is like me digging through, you know, vinyls or old playlists and different and like just finding music that already exists. Um, so what people do today is kind of, it's like really irrelevant to me. It, Would it you call it music like, though? Um. I mean, I call, yeah, I would because, and here's why. One of the coolest things that I've ever heard that I do consider music is one day I was at a freaking airport coming down the escalator and I could see this guy, like a limo driver, waiting for his customer. And I'm looking at him and he's just, he's tapping the sign and he's moving his head. And then I was like, man, what is that sound? And then I look and he's tapping the sign to the beat of the conveyor of the baggage claim and like some rickety light. And it was like one of the coolest sounds I ever heard. So cool that I like literally, I was like, dude, that's so amazing what you're doing right now. Even if it's not what people would traditionally consider music, it doesn't, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one better. Like, forget about that for a second. There was an artist, and I feel like it might be Post Malone, that was talking about the idea of AI. And, you know, someone asked him, well, what do you think about AI as it relates to music? He's like, dude, AI could very well put me out of a job. And they're like, no, you're, I think it was Post Malone. It was someone who's like, no, you're so-and-so. And he's like, no, I don't think you understand you can literally part of the experience as a musician right is to be able to connect with the audience and when you sing songs and when you think about universal songs the point is is that even if the song is not, it feels like it's about you right like it feels like your situation it feels like someone gets you well his point about ai was that eventually and what's already happening is you can tell ai ai Write me a song in Post Malone's voice about this breakup that I had with a girl on a Saturday, you know, blah, 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 blah. That's like truly personal, right? So it's like if they can begin to create their own music like that, what do they need the artist for? Performances. I think concerts are still going to be around. Dude, let me, okay, let me tell you something about concerts since, since you brought up concerts. Um, Bad Bunny, with your ridiculous ass ticket prices, like I'm, I'm still mad. 
I'm still mad. I was trying to take my son. I can't even take my son now because I can't be paying that kind. I can't be paying $2,000 to come see you in concert, sir. Wrong. That is just wrong of you. <laughs> what do you think is probably your, your biggest concert you ever attended? Like either, either through emotions or through like it was just a big event. Uh, probably Paul McCartney, Lollapalooza. At Lollapalooza, like five or six years ago, was was like we we camped out. We literally camped out at the gates at six a.m. because it was like when else when I, was I going to be able to afford the opportunity to be front row to see Paul McCartney at the time? At the time, I wasn't making money. I'm making now. Were you still in Chicago at the time? Yeah, I was still in Chicago. And uh, so we camped out for like 6 a.m. And uh, my my partner at the time, like, dude, thank God that that guy could run. Because <laughs> at the time I was out of shape and I could not run. And he got to to the front row of the gate and we literally camped out there all day. What I love about that day and now it just reinforces even more that that was like so magical was that the opening acts were like SZA right before she came up. She was like the very first one. Glass Animals. We watched perform Alabama Shakes. So it was just, uh, I think Cold War, Cold War Kids. It was just like a killer lineup that whole day. And then at night, you know, to see have Chicago in the background be on the rail, like right in the middle to see Paul McCartney perform. He had this rising uh, thing that he performed on his roadie manager. Somebody gave me a pick, like a guitar pick of uh, Paul McCartney's uh, Perry Farrell from uh, Jane's Addiction came out when he was singing uh helter skelter was like right in front of us we were jamming with him like just so many great moments uh i had randomly reached out to people on reddit because i i love to reddit and i was like hey you were gonna try to do paul mccartney anybody else like paul mccartney fans so like five or six people were also there to like share in the experience met some random guy that had a suitcase that like he had been to like I don't know like a hundred Paul McCartney shows like I think he was on LSD I'm not even sure like it was just this, it was Lollapalooza it was just like <laughs> it was Lollapalooza and it was like it was just so amazing uh and Paul McCartney sounded amazing and so it was just like this really really magical uh time that you know hold near and dear to my heart because it was just and it wasn't just Paul McCartney like freaking Alabama shakes. She, the um she came out i think her name her name's Brittany. she came out and she sang with him and then even as they as alabama shakes performed like that was amazing sizzle was amazing glass animals it was just like you know on that one stage was just so cool music is always incorporated in a lot of different medias whether it's tv shows movies obviously that brings in a big background because of its effects it has um video games i think are the same thing what do you think is probably your most memorable video game music that you've ever heard that you think of, like, if you hear it, even like a small bit of it, you can remember that game. Paint it black. Twisted metal? Yes. 
because <laughs> when that came out i was like and, and that was and that was an instance of like I've, I've loved rolling stones my whole life but it was just like when that came on dun, 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 i was like what? and then it was like did you see the tv show twisted metal hmm? oh no i don't watch tv dude i didn't know they had one it's on um peacock i think oh all right well no i haven't seen it but i would say like no yeah number one for sure Beyond emotional impact, do you think certain songs or genres have the power to bring people together, fostering a sense of community and shared experience? <laughs> as silly as it sounds, freaking that song, We Are the World. I remember when I was younger, there was like a whole day where they're like, we're going to play this song and people are going to join hands, you know, in the street. And I was like, like, I mean, like I was young when it happened, but I'll be damned, like people got out in the streets. <laughs> to go hold hands for like five to 10 minutes in Lansing, Illinois, because of this song. So I do think that like, you know, with the right song, with the right mix of people, with the right artist, yeah, you, you, can, you can bring some things together. Um, I think one of the things that I'll tell you another way that's really interesting too, maybe not necessarily bringing things together, but I think one of the reasons that I think Kanye West is actually like lyrical genius is Jesus walks. He says it in the song. When would you ever expect? I know exactly what club I was in. I was in a bar. I think it was called like Mad Dogs or something in Chicago. Uh, no, I wasn't. I was at Butch McGuire's. I take that back. I was at this place called Butch McGuire's in Chicago when that song came on. And I know for the exact reason he said, who's, who's ever going to let them play a song about Jesus in the club? And there we were like, Jesus wants. <laughs> so it's like, I think, I think things like that are even like super, super cool where it's something like out of the, out of the blue. Like if you think about, you know, it, music has that impact, right? Like I can tell you where I was when I heard certain songs. Uh, they were that impactful for whatever reason. Maybe in the in the beginning, it's just like a beat or a melody or whatever. Music really does have that uh, ability to really just tug at people and hit them in ways that maybe sometimes when you're just speaking words to a person, it, it won't necessarily click. Yeah. And plus, with all the festivals, you see some of these things that go on. You know, just not even just Lollapalooza, but there's so many different festivals that people just go to and they have to go to them because there's like people that they only see at these festivals and that connection, that community that they built, um, it's pretty inspiring when you look at what it, what really brought it together is you, the music. Part. You know, and I, now that you say that it's insane because I huge part of the reason like swear that I even really lit a fire to start my podcast was back in May. I went to a music festival in Vegas called Lovers and Friends. It was like 90s, 2000s, hip hop, R&B. I dressed up as Aaliyah. Um, I went with my best friend, Leela and her husband. But we met this lady the night before and her name is Nikki. And we got to talking like a million different things but first initially just connected on music like we're at this bar in uh 
not the palazzo maybe the palazzo i don't know it was somewhere we were in a nice place right like we're in this bar and this song came on you know all these songs came on and we just got to talking to this girl and connecting and she was telling me you know about what she does and she's like a coach and you know so she's telling me about me and she's like you know what are you trying to do and I was like oh you know I have a really good corporate job but you know there's other things I want to do in life I want to do this podcast I want to talk about music and she's like you should do it you should just do it and you know blah 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 and that is a huge part of the reason I'm like, you know what? She's right. Uh, I should just do it. Why don't I? Who cares? You know, like no one will listen. I'll just do it anyway. And I'll enjoy what I do. And so even that is an incredible way that music brought us together, right? Made a connection. We might not talk otherwise in life, but it's just like this one moment that we share you know, as part of like, I didn't think it was like a Biggie song playing um, that we shared and that was just so cool. So cool. And I probably, you know, might not even start this if it wasn't having met her and having that conversation with her. So it's yeah. definitely an impact. If you yeah. Had just based on the music event. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty dope. Um, just in conversation, because I don't think like how many times do you ever get to ask about music and um, into other random conversations, but what is your opinion on one hit wonders? And like, what do you think was probably your, your most, your favorite or your most memorable one hit wonder? And you wonder like where music would be if they had continued, like they were that good, but for some reason they never took off. So I freaking love one hit wonders, love one hit wonders. Um, could I say Montel Jordan was a, I can't name any other Montel Jordan song. It's not that I'm sure he did, but that song is such a feel good song. That song reminds me so much of like Chicago back in the city, hanging out with family, like, just like, you know, just gives this like total vibe. And I love in that song too, on the close of the song, he's got like, legitimately i'm pretty sure it is i feels like it is um like his barber or something that calls him and he's like hey dude i think you're gonna blow up you're gonna make it you know blah 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 and i love that he put that in there because it's just like this very real moment i hope it's real i'll i'll be so sad if it's not but like that you know, he talks about, hey, man, I think you're going to blow up and you're going to do it. And it's just like this dude's random barber because I feel like, you know, there's always someone who believes in you before you believe in yourself. And in that little piece of the song, I feel it's not even really a song. It's just a guy on a recording. It's just so great. And it's like, you know, I would love I would love to see people who have like one hit wonders just like not be one hit wonders and, and take off. And so it's like my heart goes out to them because they pour into music just to, you know, kind of on the contrast of what you were talking about earlier about these people who don't really care, like these people pour in a lot of them. Uh, and so I, you know, I wish they could, but if nothing else, they got one song, that's one more than I got. That's one more than you got, <laughs> you know? So kudos to them. Yeah. Final question to end this around your podcast as well. Um, if you were to hit you know, your highest success, you're at a hundredth episode, what music song would you play if you could play the music? Obviously, copyright reasons. 
or or and or um on that hundredth episode if i can secure a musician dead or alive uh and at any point just random just anybody uh who would you choose that you'd want to have that podcast with no brainer pitbull the name of my podcast is every day above ground that comes from his song with i think it's neo called time of our lives and that song just if you want to talk about like a song that just gets me out of whatever it is that i'm feeling it's that song um at the very end of that song pitbull says this is for everyone going through tough times believe me been there done that but every day above ground is a great day remember that i could have that man on the hundredth episode singing that song it just even that line the whole song is a banger but like that line right there it's literally the name of my podcast I, there there could be no other choice no other choice so not only would it be that song playing but you'd have pitbull as oh the for guest. sure okay. for sure if i could <laughs> let's manifest it let's make it happen do you want to cut it down to like the 50th or <laughs> <laughs> no because we're we're gonna need to build up some funds to make that happen <laughs> we're gonna have to throw a hail mary to make that happen but that would be that would be dope that'd be right. dope let's put that out into the universe yes. all right that's all i got you just turn yourself off okay <laughs> All right. Well, I, mean, I guess I keep talking if you'd like me to, but no, I'm just thinking like, you know, as a close, I think that was part of the thing too. Like every day above ground is a great day. Remember that, uh, you know, some of the key lyrics, I think that just repeat in my head, that's certainly like number one, uh, for sure. There's also this part in an Aerosmith song that, um, at the very end, this song called Amazing, uh, which is an amazing song. And he says at the very end, you know, the light at the, the end of the tunnel may be you. And so I just want to leave you viewers, listeners with that. Tell me, share with me anytime, anytime about music. I love to talk about music. I especially love to talk about key lyrics, uh, there's one that I've been playing with lately a lot, and that is Janelle Monet says in a song, I heard this life is just a play with no rehearsal. So think about that. There's no right, there's no wrong. It's just life with no rehearsal. Until next time, remember, every day above ground is a great thing. Tim McGraw, live like you're dying. What? <laughs> Tim McGraw. Live Like You're Dying. I've not heard that song. You never you heard just, that we, song? We've gone through a whole episode where I've been able to rattle off like every single song that you've given me until this one. You wait till the very end. Well, you were. Toss you, me a, I thought you, you were. You turned gonna... your mic back on, tossed <laughs> me a song I don't know. You never you heard. Discredit me to all my listeners. I, but, do you know how hard I worked to build up one? I got one. <laughs> and now you're going to discredit me. <laughs> to my one listener. I'm just saying it's a good song. If you never right, heard it. Never like again. It's, it's, it's a good no, song. No, now I'm going to have to go listen. Otherwise, I'm going to look like a total liar. <laughs> and I'm not even shirts. like in big country either. But like it was like one of the few that I just feel like. 
big country either, but you know what song I do love is uh, Traveler uh, by Chris Stapleton. I freaking love that song. I had to hum that song to someone <laughs> to figure it out. You didn't just show Shazam it? No, because I don't know why I didn't Shazam it. I don't always think of, you know what, I don't think of Shazam. And then the one time I tried to use it in a Target, it didn't work. And I ended up spending years looking for that song. I found it, by the way, randomly. But yeah, I'm not, you know, Shazam is helpful when it's helpful and it's not when it's not.